When it comes to a healthy marriage, we need to set boundaries, but at the same time, we need to jump on the field once the boundaries are set and enjoy our marriage, work on our marriage, not just get married. We have to learn to be married. You're listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob and Rosemary Barnes this week. I'm your host, Ruthie J. and yesterday we started on this list of kind of the basic needs that those that are in a marriage have. We talked about attention. Mm-hmm. Teaching your wife to come to attention when you come in the room. I think that's what we said. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, <laughs> no, but paying attention to each other mm-hmm. and also accepting each yes. other for who you are, yeah. not trying to always change your spouse right. and realizing you really can't and vice versa. But So if you missed any of those, you can listen to yesterday's program online at parentingonpurpose.org. But there are more needs. There are. Basically, we're working through five A's in the marriage, five different A's. And one of them is admiration, the need for admiration. And it's not for what he or she's accomplished. It's admiring them and and making them feel admired by you so that when, and I'll just do it from the male perspective, when he's at work and that little whatever is batting her eyes at him because she admires him, you're helping your husband meet a need that he needs. He needs to be admired by his wife and his family. And so often today, there are so many men who are demeaned by their wives, and uh, it's just setting them up for horrible failure. You know, attention is important. Paying attention to each other is very important. Acceptance, accept me for the way I am, not trying to change me and accept me. And there's such a freedom when you accept my flaws, when she accepts his flaws. There's just an amazing freedom in that. Not that we don't discuss them, but accept them, but attention is huge. And I think that admiration is sort of the next step to acceptance. Mm-hmm. First, we say You know, we get a mindset that I'm accepting my spouse for where they are. And then not only do I accept, then I take it the next step, which is admire them and reinforce it and speak to it. And Oh, they're progressive. I think what you just said is these five A's are progressive from basic attention to acceptance to admiration. What are some, maybe just give some, a few examples, like for a man, what would be something that he would enjoy being admired for? Well, I think we we know that we will never supply for you as much as we want. And we're constantly barraged by what else is out there, what else is bigger, what else is better, all the things to supply, you know, jewelry, on and on and on and on. And so to let me know that you admire me for what I've provided is is So your huge. job is key to, or like how you have found a way to provide for the right. family is key to and I, and I think that's a, a me issue. I have a provider issue, I, but, I, but I think to, to feel that there's a contentment, you're happy, no, you don't, I don't want that. Don't give me that. You don't, you don't, you've already got me all this. I don't think it's necessarily just you. I think I have a girlfriend, for example, who when her husband comes home and they have a comfortable income, but they're not huge compared to other family members and friends, and she'll say, yeah, did you know that you know our next-door neighbor got such and such a car, and I'm still driving this piece of junk? And she tries to bait him into purchasing bigger and better by comparing what she has to other people that she knows, friends and Well, she's not admiring him, and, and, so, and that's kind of what we're saying here. Right. In that scenario, I feel like a loser. I don't feel admired, and it's so important, you know, in that admonition to the spouses, you know, husbands love your wives, wives respect your husbands, even if they're not respectable, because I'm not, you know me, that marriage quadrangle there of uh, naked and not ashamed, you know everything about me, you know my flaws, and to choose to admire me, whether I'm admirable or not. There was an older lady years ago, I can't remember, it seems like it, it was when we were at First Baptist West Palm, when I was filling in for them there. 
And she said, you know, the way you talk about your wife, I realize that God has used your wife to give you the courage to do and risk some of the things you've done. And it was so awesome. I realized, yes, I feel like you admire me. And so if I feel like you admire me, then God's going to use that as a tool to risk the things he wants me to do that I know are way past me. So admiration is very, very important. How about maybe the protective side of men? Men are like to provide and protect. Mm -hmm. Is that another area? I think our wives have to help us with that. I think that I do like the protect area, but the protect area can become very restrictive because of my own issues I bring in. No, you're not going here. You're not going there. I think there's a teamship here in the protect area that she, you know, when Rosemary says, you know, I feel very protected when you do that. Thank you. I need for her to define it for me. Okay. We had, uh, I don't know, it's probably been several years ago, where you were going out the door at 8 o'clock at night to go to Winn-Dixie to get something. And I said, where are you going? And she said, I'm going out. I'm out of cream for tomorrow. And I said, you're going into the Winn-Dixie parking lot at 8.30 at night? You're kidding me, right? It was an interesting little discussion. Because are you telling me not to go? I mean, and part of it was manipulation because she ended up having me drive her over there. And, uh, but she rewarded, Truth be told. she rewarded me like a good boy and gave me a Snickers bar on the way out. So it all worked. But I think the protection, I think there is a protection in me. And I think you can bring it out of me. But I think we have to have the balance because I, I could put some pretty tight boundaries. I think that it's all a part of assessing what's important to our spouse. You know, I know that provision is a big thing. I think most men feel that way, but particularly in your life because of your childhood and training of your dad and so forth. And so for me to be able to say to you and really mean it, I love the car that I have, It's it, except for the dent in the side of it. I love my car. I don't want huge carrot diamonds and all those kinds of things. I love, you know, what we've provided. And I think that we can analyze each other and say, okay, I know this is a real important area to him or to her. And so I'm going to make a big deal of edification in that area and Mm -hmm. look for things that we can admire. Well, I'm going to ask you about women in a second, but it does go back to attention then. If we're doing five A's here, attention, acceptance, and admiration, if you're paying attention, you know some areas that are important to me and you feed into those areas and it's very helpful. But we're talking about man, admiration. This one dazzles me. The other way around, admiring you. How does a woman want to be admired? You're the one that wrote these down. You're looking at me puzzled. I wish we could open the phone lines now because I never wanted to continually tell my little girl, you look very beautiful, you look very beautiful. Look very... I, I told her, but I didn't want her to think that's all. And Rosemary, every woman listening now who knows you is going to say, easy for her, she's gorgeous. But the end of the day here is, it's obvious I'm looking for admiration. Where does that fall in, in a husband's admiration of a wife? What does that look like? What does she want? She wants to be admired for who she is. What does starting. that mean? That's it, really the, nice and intellectual, um, but I. But you're the one with the 4.0 in help graduate me school. Help Ruthie. <laughs> um, I think that he's admiring her strong points. Uh, we talked about earlier that you're very task and pragmatic. I'm more emotional. And to compliment me, wow, and you've done this so many times. I can't believe how those women in church just you know flocked to you. That's wonderful. You made me feel strong in my area of gifting. Mm -hmm. But along with it, let me quickly hasten to say 
that I think there's a surfacey side of us as women too, that we do want to know that you still find us attractive and that you still find us beautiful. Because, you know, every day, this is fading away, and we're getting older and all that kind of thing. Am I still beautiful to you? Do you still mm. find me attractive? And I, I think that's a very important aspect. I don't think that surface, and you almost hesitated to say that into the microphone, but I think in Song of Solomon, we're taught. I mean, that's a reality. Look at look at how he talked about her. You know, and we get to heaven, we're going to look at her and be shocked, probably. But I think it's very important, not just for this culture, but for our relationship and for you, I think, to admire who you are. I think in my temperament, my temperament could easily default to critical. Who left that there? Why is that here? And your temperament, it's so relational, feel very unadmired then. I mean, he's making me feel incompetent, and he doesn't want to do that. And so admiring you for who you are, a word you taught me, cherished, precious without performance, precious without performance. So I think there is an admiring of you for who you are. And if your home is the opposite personality-wise and you've got the woman, like I'm more the task person, detail-oriented, mm-hmm. and I'm the one that sees the cup and the, why didn't they wash the cup? And then the kids <laughs> yeah. need to do that. You know, that can get very annoying for everybody in the mm-hmm. house too. Mm-hmm. But then when my husband does come and say, I still can't believe you drive all the way over there you work a full day, you come back, you get food on the mm-hmm. table, like, mm-hmm. and that he'll say something, and that makes my whole day. That's right. Just to recognize that what I'm doing yeah. on a day-to-day basis, yeah. that he recognizes right. it and he sees it, yeah. and a strong point, you know, when yeah. I get all nerdy, you know, shopping for prices on airline tickets or something, yeah. and, yeah. The, you know, I love it when you get all nerdy or something. That'll oh. just make your day because, would again, that, it's yeah. your strength. Rosemary, yeah. would that light you up if I said I love you when you get all nerdy? I mean, that that's... Hmm. That's See, we're a little different yeah, yeah, when yeah, it comes yeah, to you that. Wow. But, like, but like she said, highlight your gifts. The gifts, well, you, yeah. you Notice pointed, each other and then admire it. You pointed out something huge here, and that is everybody leaving the things for you to rinse out or wash is basically saying, you are our servant, Mom. And that's very unadmired. If we've set up a scenario where mom is the servant rather than the children being taught to serve mom, mom doesn't wash a dish ever. House moms don't wash a dish in any of our children's homes here. Mom should never wash a dish at at home. Mom made the meal. And so when all those jobs are left for mom, then she's very unadmired because everybody else is a little king in the house. And, And we need to, especially as men, we need to lead the way in admiring our wives by treating them like they really are equal partners. Somehow you guys set me up for this. I can't Mm. believe it. Equal partners, the reality of equal partners. One of the things with Rosemary is she really, really, really enjoyed serving the children, but she wasn't teaching the children by serving the children and doing all these things for the kids. And having to turn, and you were guilty, you felt guilty over this sometimes, where the children were taught to serve her. Children were taught to serve her. Your mom's not here to serve you. And there's an admiration because we're not only admiring mom, we're not only admiring my wife, we're admiring the female gender in this. We're teaching a little girl who's growing up in our home named Tori, who's watching this, realizing the female is not second class and not here to pick up after everybody else. But we're teaching a little boy how to treat his wife when he gets married. So I think the admiration maybe looks a little different, but somehow homes get into a pattern where mom is second class. Mom cleans up after everybody. Mom goes in and cleans up the bathroom rather than sending the children back in to clean up the bathroom and having the children wash the dishes, including washing mom's dishes she ate on. So that's a real admiration that dad needs to set the pace for. I remember speaking at a parenting seminar in Miami and talking about 
teaching your children to serve mom and teaching your children to do the dishes. And I had these three awesome Latin moms come up. Oh, yes, boy. it was yeah. great. And they said, everything you said was wonderful. I can't imagine my husband ever touching a dish. And I said, you know, I don't think that's Latin. Yes, his mom probably wiped his nose all his life, <laughs> but I think that's a training and I think that's not uncommon. Your dad's not Latin, and he never washed a dish his whole life, Rosemary. I think it's a training, and, and this is the generation we want to break it. And I think it's helping a husband realize, I want our children to be like this. I want our children to grow up and be marriageable. But it would have to take both spouses Positively. to get on the same page. Because if on. one is not on, it's virtually impossible to do. Well, another area for admiration is when we are literally disappointed with each other. You know, maybe... He's not provided or he's made mistakes at work and he's been demoted rather than promoted and he's those let kinds you down. of things. Or or on, on his side, you know, she has gotten very sloppy with herself in the house and he has to come home and the house is a disaster and or she's um, just let herself go and that kind of thing. How do we deal with that? How do we admire each other in those times, in those well, areas? Well, I think we have to understand, and this is very difficult, but we have to understand that admiration is not something that's earned. Admiration is something that's chosen. Mm -hmm. Wives respect your husband. It doesn't say when they finally become respectable. We have to realize we're being used by God to impact the self-esteem of our spouse. And we can be used by God to tear down the self-esteem of our spouse or lift up the self-esteem of our spouse. If we're not lifting up the self-esteem of our spouse, somebody out there will. And it becomes very, very dangerous. I remember one lady talking about her husband. She says, well, he says he wants a stable home. I don't know how much more stable it can be. And mm -hmm. she was all frustrated. And I was... I didn't say it. I should have said it. I said, no, because you are stable. Yeah. That you are what makes the stable right. home the wife. If you come, he comes home and you're screaming and all that stuff, yeah. that's, it doesn't matter what building you're in yeah. or how yeah. beautiful your house is. It's not stable because right. you, you make you. that happen. You know? right. Wow. That, that, was, that was well said. I mean, it, it's just a building. Yeah. The people in there make it the home. I think it's with a thought like, do I admire my spouse? It means I need to back up. I need to take some time and I need to fill his or her tank with admiration. And whether they deserve it or not, no one deserves it. When we live with somebody, we can see flaws constantly. And those flaws can absolutely eat us up and make us wonder, did I make a mistake? No, you didn't make a mistake when you got married, but now you have to be married. You've been listening to Parenting on Purpose with Dr. Bob and Rosemary Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. We've got more on this list of the needs in marriage as we go through this topic of the proactive marriage. If you missed any of the, today's program or yesterday's or Monday's, you can listen to them again online at Parenting on Purpose. Even sign up to get the blog and the program automatically in a variety of ways. And to find out more about Sheridan House Family Ministries, the children's homes, and a lot of resources to help your marriage out, go to shfm.org. We'll keep talking about this list of needs that marriage partners have tomorrow as we continue talking about the proactive marriage on Parenting on Purpose. 